the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge. $500 in cash and prizes up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. Everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing, baby? I'm pretty good here. Halfway point of the season here. Uh, plenty, plenty of teams that we expected to be in it are not in it. A few surprise teams here. Another, another busy slate here on Thursday. NHL is back to its normal busy slates on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So uh, I'm excited to get into this. <laughs> 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 Georgia Bulldogs, let's get it. What a fucking season of college football Holy for me. Shit. Absolutely insane. Excuse me while I talk for a little bit, but I have never had a losing season in college football. It's definitely the best sport. All respect to hockey, but uh, college football is just much more predictable, even though we get such crazy uh, results in the end. But oh, it felt so good winning that game. Uh, I mean, I didn't have to sweat it at all, so I could get diving right into the booze early on in the second quarter. I was <laughs> feeling it. Oh, what a big, massive win for me. Uh, just let me let me go over these results here for you. I am up 58.9 units in college football this year. My best season ever. Uh, 58.77% in size. 58.68% totals. And the best of all was the futures. Just absolutely crushed Georgia winning this thing. Oh, man. It was such a sweet matchup getting the uh, TCU there for the final. Oh, man. I love fucking college football. It was the best. Uh <laughs> Not just financially, but awesome, awesome sport. I love it almost as much as I love hockey. Actually, I probably love it a little bit more, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, you, <laughs> great, great season, man. I'm, I'm absolutely uh, just drunk off the past uh, the, the, that victory there. It's 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 absolutely insane. Um, can't wait for the next season. We've already got some bets in for next year. Look out. I already got LSU at 50 to 1, 40 to 1. Oh and they're all the way down to 2018 oh to 1 in some places. So I'm touting, my, touting myself up the ass. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, fuck, man. I'm so good. But now it's time to get serious <laughs> hockey. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm How so the fuck good. Is that spread only 13 and a half. Right? That's insane. Oh. That's fucking like the ridiculous. The public, the public are all over TCO. All the underdog oh. story. This Oh, Fuck whatever. Yeah. We got it. You like Futurama. You like you fade the public. But let's be realistic, bro. The hypno toad is dead. It's <laughs> yeah. the uh, the hypno dog is in town now. Oh man, Georgia <laughs> is a wagon. And that's uh, right yeah, from, uh, that's coming right from Joel. I'm so good, Myers mouth, baby. Let's fucking <laughs> yeah, get it. Two two years in a row, Georgia. Let's hope they don't repeat though. I, I don't think that they'll they'll do it three times in a row. We're gonna fade the uh, the chalk this time around. But anyway, carry on, Talon. 
Well, it helps. It helps when your quarterback's forty-five years old, like fucking Stenson Bennett is, but that's okay. Love that guy. Uh, Love that guy. <laughs> Yo, honestly, that motherfucker doesn't have to work a day in his life. Fuck the NFL. You can just like sit there and get some shit job in like Georgia somewhere and just fucking live it, baby. Um, yeah. all right. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on. Uh, what do we got? We got NFLs and playoffs, baby. Let's fucking go, Chargers. Trevor Lawrence can eat my ass, the ugly-ass loser. Uh, so NFL stuff's going on. We got hockey. We got golf's been kicking it up. Century Tournament of Champions is awesome. Big comeback from John Rahm. Uh, baseball's been doing its off-season stuff. Lots of signings going on there. So you can go check all that out at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Read the articles. Listen to the other shows. Make some sweet money, baby. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's been popping off as always. Great to see new people coming in. You know, we've had a lot of new people coming in, which is cool to see. All the OGs are still there, so that's fucking awesome too. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, man, you're missing out on good time, winning bets, and chirps. So what else could you want? Shout out to all our friends and pals in Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. Yeah, sg.pn slash Discord. If you're not in there, you're literally losing money. You're also losing money if you're not entered into our giveaway uh it's on twitter at hockey sgpn it's a pin tweet there all you have to do is retweet the tweet for one entry give us a five star app review for two more five star spotify rating for two more got a got a few of quite a few uh entries there people responding with their five star ratings we also have not one not two but three new apple five star reviews within the Get past the week so the rage inside of me is just all the way down there. The excitement inside of me is building. I can't wait to read these. The next three shows, we got uh, some reviews to read. So make sure you get into that giveaway at HockeySGPN and subscribe to the Hockey Home Podcast on your preferred po- podcast platform. All we had to do was give people 200 bucks and they start <laughs> reviewing. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, guys. Uh, we're going to quickly go into our lock dogs and totals from last uh, last uh, recorded uh i i guess show whatever we did that i really wish we didn't have to because boy we fucking stink uh we're gonna kick things off right away uh ryan read the charge he went one and two he was down 0.62 units jolie was in second he went one and two as well he was down 1.65 units and i fucking blew an egg i went 0 for three again for the second time in three shows uh, i'm down four units uh i don't know ryan get it kick, kick us off let's just get through this as quick as we can <laughs> you know, i'll kick us off here my lock did hit the bruins in regulation at san jose i think it was a relatively easy win as it as it should be there with a team like the bruins against the sharks it was a uh 4-2 final my dog i had the rangers plus 110 at the devils dad what did they have a 3-1 lead or it was just 2-1 they had a lead 3-1 3-1 uh going into the third period of course, the Devils tie that up and win that in overtime. So that's a loss of my dog. And then my, my total, Seattle, Ottawa, under six and a half. Uh, Seattle scored eight themselves. Ottawa scored four. <laughs> so that that went Joel's way. He, he, he uh, said it was likely to be a goal fest. Yeah, but myself, I didn't do too well anyway. Uh, my lock was the Canes in regulation at minus 170. This was uh, a good bet. I stand by that. Um, the Canes were... Two expected goals better than the Blue Jackets. I watched the entire game, too. So it's not just the stats, the analytics that support this. I actually watched with my own eyes, did the eye test. and you got the uh, expected the goals and the, and the expected Joels, too. The expected Joels. Definitely <laughs> said the Canes are the better side. And this one is just anti-Ranta is fucking horrible. Uh, Canes goaltending has gone to, gone to shit. I had to downgrade him for that alone because the rest of the team is performing admirably. Like, uh, Pat Reddy coming back. He scored a few goals. Uh, they, they're playing awesome. Like they 90 yeah. shots a game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the 
this team is is absolutely uh could be the best team in the league if they just get some freaking goaltending. Um, but unfortunately, they did not in this one. And uh, Corpusal played the game, and he was uh, very good for the Blue Jackets. So yeah, unfortunate loss there. But uh, I stand by the bet. I would make it again. Uh, my dog did win the Canadians plus one thirty five at home against the Blues. Back and forth stuff. Uh, pretty even contest. Like I said, it's more like a pick 'em game. And uh, yeah, Canadians came out on top of the good third period. And um, yeah, I mean that's probably like the only loss for the Blues since they they lost their two main guys. So I told uh, told you guys they really wanted to win this one, and so they did. Meanwhile, my total Avs Oilers over six and a half minus one twenty did not hit. This was more of a bad bet. I will say this is a bad bet, even though my lock was a good bet. Uh, just uh, not a lot of action going forward uh, here. Uh, goaltenders didn't have to do too much. It ended up being a, a five-goal game with the Avs winning in overtime, I believe, thanks to Kale McCarr. Beautiful, beautiful strike there coming down the left side and uh, ending that one in OT. So good result there, but just uh, couldn't get the seven goals. All right, for myself, uh, for my lock, I had Minnesota money line against Buffalo, minus 125. Uh, to be fair, that still should have hit. Uh, Minnesota was winning with like two, three minutes left, and then that fucking Muppet, Rasmus Dahlin, put one in to push overtime. Olsen ended it, so that stinks. Uh, Vegas in regulation, plus 100 versus LA was my dog. That missed, too. Uh, again, that's kind of bullshit. Logan Thompson just forgot how to play and gave up like four goals on 16 shots early, so that sucked, too. Uh, and then Carolina-Columbus, under six and a half. I still like that bet, minus 120, but it didn't pay off. There was five goals in the second period alone, so that's just a big mush right there. It was nothing, nothing after the first. I'm like, man, beautiful. This is going to come through, start of the game. We're on a roll. Didn't happen. Boys, this was my worst gambling day of all time. I talked about it in the Discord. I went like 0 for 11 on bets across the NHL, NFL, and NBA. I've never had anything like that before. That sucked. But, baby, we're back. We're getting through it. Fuck it. It's over. We're, I'm, you know what? You know what they say? Like, I'm fucking, we're going in there. I'm coming blood. I'm not coming for blood. I'm coming blood. Cannibal corpse. I come blood. I'm going to come blood all over this NHL slate. Let's fucking go, baby. We're firing it up. Uh, before we do, though, Mr. Oh, one more second. I, I just got to say, your, your, your total is correlated with my, my lock, right? Because if it was this anti rant, I made a few more saves and let so fucking shitty goals in that uh, both of us would have cat. So we're, we're both anti ranta. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot, man. All right, Jolie's got a little thing prepared here, buddy. So let's uh let's touch on what you got. Yeah, yeah, just a little thing. Uh today we're throwing Professor Joel in the locker. Today we're becoming fanatical Joel. Joel the fan, defender of the common man. Because it's fashionable nowadays for media types, snobby incels on the internet to look down on those of us who use the first person when we talk about our favorite team in whichever sport. They shit like they say shit like, oh, ho, ho, you say we like you're part of the team? <laughs> Funny, I didn't see you blocking shots out in the ice. To them, I say, fuck you, buddy. And here's why. Professional <laughs> sports are not about the owner. They're not about the media morons who fuck everything up. It's not even about the players. Professional sports are about the fans. To use a real philosophical term, the telos of sports is to serve the fan. The whole objective of these games is to provide either an escape for him or her from the tedium of ordinary life or to provide a kind of... Uh, vicarious experience for war that's personally how i view sports as a place for the thrills and energies and competitions of war are exercised in a safe environment it's somewhere that the masculine virtues can be experienced without killing anyone fire me <laughs> but, up baby i'm fucking fired up right now keep it going 
The point is that sports are here to serve the fan above all. So why can't we refer to the teams we adore that break or uplift our hearts in the, th- in the first person? No, we're not out here scoring goals or making saves. But many of us have been fans of a team longer than some of these players out there have been alive. Like uh, Kale McCarr, I love him to death. But, uh, you know, I, I've been a fan of the Avalanche since before he was born. Many of us care about a team's victory more than some of the ice who maybe just be cashing checks especially those who jump from team to team as mercenaries, either because they're bad or just because they want more money. Um, I don't want to demean the players' efforts at all. I just want to focus on the fan experience, something more important than anything else. It's not about the revenue of the game, the entertainment products you see on TV as though it's just another movie. It's about the passions of the fan, the traditions of the sport, how a team becomes a part of a fan's life. The thrill of victory or the agony of defeat is shared between players and the fans. <laughs> So I see no reason why we can't refer to that sense of belonging in the first person. So we, the Avalanche fans, you, the Leafs fans, you, the Flyers fans, all have the right to say uh, we when referring to your team's victories and defeats. I don't know if Ryan wants to say we, the Flyers fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. I oh, will we, the Kraken fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I will note, too, in a fucking league where literally e-bugs are a thing and fans can literally just play actual games. Yeah, you're allowed to say we are, right? And no other sport is that a thing where fans can actually play minutes, but where you can be a University of Toronto goalie and just randomly play a game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That means you're allowed to say we, goddammit. E-bugs. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Like, like, like sports allow grown men to act like children and have no consequences for it. Like when Talon, when the Leafs lost, Talon was crying on the subway. People gave Talon shit for that. I absolutely love that. It shows you pour your heart and soul into this team year in, year out, no matter what happens, unless you're, unless you're a Flyers fan and absolutely fucking suck. You're, you're, you're watching those games. You're, you're pouring it all in. You're spending money on tickets, merchandise, whatever. Why not? Why don't be like Joe said. Don't be snobby. Like, oh, you're not a part of the team. Are you out there scoring a goal? No, fuck you though. I'm I'm, I'm here cheering them on. I'm here doing what I can. I'm I'm giving them all my support. And if I want to be a part of the team, a part of the team's fan base, you can say you're part of the team's fan base even, and that's a part of the team. So I, I I'm all for that, Joel. I'm actually kind of surprised you have that take on it, but but I I love to hear it. Really. Huh. Yeah, right. more like the uh you know it's just like oh it's a team it's us it's the fans you're not a part of it but i'm i'm uh pleasantly surprised yeah all well right? he seems like a grumpy old bitch all the time but instead <laughs> we're on his side baby <laughs> i'm just anti-media okay <laughs> the, the professor wouldn't would never say we but joel would say exactly. we. that's why he but threw me know- in the locker right we're, we're fanatical <laughs> joel right now yeah all right well you know what else fanatical joel would do fanatical joel would be a massive fan of winbet the Ooh. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, no, no, New York. That's, that, that's the pre-roll. You got to scroll, scroll down. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, I'm leaving that. Uh, WinBet is the official online sports book on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to include live betting and same-game parlays. The Ooh. NFL playoffs are here. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. You ready to play, baby? Sign up today to receive a special offer of a offer. Bet a hundred bucks and you get a hundred bucks. Uh, of course, limited to state availability. There's no or there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgambling.podcast.com slash y n or y w y n n b e t. 
I am fucking dumb, but I'm going to keep on going here. Uh, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older. The present state where played through a winbet is available. Or if somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 And we're not done, baby. SGPN playoff bracket challenge. Let's go. SGPN has teamed up with Home Much for an NFL playoff challenge. The winner will get $300 cash, a $100 SGPN gift card, and a $100 homage gift card. Uh, homage has a ton of cool retro and throwback officially licensed NFL gear. Probably has some sick charger stuff, so be sure to grab that. Check them out at sportsgambling.com or sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash homage for all the contest details and enter to win the SGPN app and hit contest. Holy shit, I hate doing ads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how are you feeling about, about I had those ads Because I went over three. What do you say? I said, how are you feeling about the Chargers this weekend against the Jags? I'm loving the Chargers. You know what? We got some guys coming back. Yo, if Rashawn Slayer gets back on that O-line, we're fucking set, man. So look out for the Chargers. Sleeper team. I got them a 41-1 to to win the Super Bowl Ooh. here. So I think I put down like 80 bucks. So if they win, I'm getting like good fucking money, baby. Let's go. That must have been mid-season, right? Oh, yeah, it was. It was bad. I think we only had like a 40% chance to make playoffs or something. I think it's they're at like 21 to 1 now, but I don't know. I haven't looked. That's a, tr- a true fan right there. 41 to 1. Still betting on them. Got it, baby. You got it. If you don't, if you don't love your team, then you might as well just, I don't know, do something dumb. That was a great buy <laughs> low spot. I like I, I, I charged like twenty five one before the season even season even started. So uh, true. Well, good work were, there by you. I appreciate it, my friend. I appreciate it. All right. Speaking of appreciation, you know what I appreciate? A fucking twelve game Thursday night slate in the NHL, boys. And we're getting into it. The date's January twelfth. There's twelve games. Just big burped, boys. Are we ready to go or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That gets me fired up. Kicking things on the docket. First games at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa. Vancouver on the money line sitting at plus 210. Tampa Bay money line hanging out at minus 250. Big home favorites. Uh, Bolts on the puck line sitting at minus 105. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Jolie, over to you, bud. Does Vancouver have any chance whatsoever in this game? I seriously doubt that. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they they blew a 3-0 lead in the first period against the Penguins. It was 3-3 at the end of the first, and they ended up losing 5-4. Uh, only this team. Uh, they, they keep surprising. I don't know. I don't know what what the what the uh, the plan is going forward. Uh, they're, they're definitely providing exciting hockey, entertaining hockey, that's for sure. But uh, the the plan going forward is looking really dicey. So uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to take the the lighting here, the more consistent team, the team that's done it before against the Canucks, who are just like a uh, big goofy meme. They don't know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> I mean, my number is minus two five seven for the Lightning. They're minus minus two fifty here. So yeah, Lightning regulation minus one sixty. But I think the the better play here would be the Lightning uh, team total over over uh, four, probably a flat. Uh, whatever um, you can either go over four and a half of plus money or over three and a half and pay the juice. But that's the way I would look at it. They're, they're going to get the four or five goals. Most likely Canucks are second worst in the league expected goals against, and their goaltending has been shit. Uh, Thatcher Demko, uh, I think uh, is still out for this one. And um, Spencer Martin has, has fallen apart after a good start to his season. So, yeah, I expect the Lightning to score a bunch of goals here. You could go with the over six and a half, but uh, that's juiced all the way up at minus 130. So, yeah, Vasilevsky could could just let in one goal, and uh, that could screw you over there with the 5-1 Lightning win. So I would go with the Lightning team total over four-ish, something like that, or a regulation of minus 160. Uh, yeah, the Canucks, they're, 
they're just a, a sad, sorry team, and they're relying on the the heroics of Bo Horvat, who's just like scoring goals to get out of town, to get exactly. traded as soon as possible <laughs> to the Leafs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know about the Leafs, uh, but uh, certainly somebody uh, other than Vancouver. So yeah, that's why I'm going with, with the Lightning here. I don't see how the Canucks win this game. Yeah, that has to be the way you look here. Look at Tampa Bay puck line even minus 105. They just beat. Columbus 6-3. It was close there for a bit. They, they pulled away there in the third period. Vancouver just blew that third 3 nothing lead, like you said. Lost 7-4 to Met to uh, Winnipeg as well. Lost 6-2 to Islanders. So team total here is a good look for Tampa as well. I think over 4 is about even money or just the regulation minus 160. They should be able to score for themselves. Vasilevsky, as long as he's starting, even if Elliott starts, I, I think Tampa Bay here on the puck line or, or regulation or team total is the way to go. All right, for myself, I'm right there with you guys, man. I kind of like that regulation play. What do you say, minus 160, minus 165 around there? Um, that's pretty sick. I dig it. Uh, I do also like the over. Jolie touched on it a little bit. Vancouver or Tampa Bay team total is probably a better play, but uh, I like the over itself at six and a half, man. I'll give Vancouver this credit. Like Joel said, they have been scoring goals. Maybe even if it is just uh, fucking Bo Horvat, but still they're ninth in the league in goals. Tampa's fourth. And uh, truth be told, like Vasilevsky's still the best goalie in the world, but he's been human this year, man. You know, a 2.47 goals against average, which is still good, and a 0.918 save percentage. But uh, I, I don't really love Vancouver popping in one or two in this game. And we know uh, we know Joel touched on it. Spencer Martin's just fucking falling, falling down, falling like a little bitch. Uh, the fuck, they may as well have our boy Catfish Dilly in that there. What do you expect knows? from a guy named Spencer? Yeah, exactly. Yo, that's such a good point. Like, <laughs> although Spencer Knight's pretty sick, though. But, um, is he? I don't know. Yeah. Is he? I like him. He's young, but I like him. Um, Maybe right, in the future, way, but so far, he hasn't been that great. True. 2023 is not the year for Spencer's. It's been established on this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> glad we cleared that one up. But uh, yeah, boys, let's go. Give me the over here at a six and a half minus 130. That is enough for me. I do like it. Okay, moving down to 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Nashville Predators against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal, Le Habitat. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at minus 140. Montreal on the money line hanging out at plus 120. Uh, Nashville will be on the second night of a back-to-back. They got the Leafs tonight of the day recording. Uh, the over is at 6.5. Over sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Rye guy, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, and we're recording this before the games on Wednesday, so normally a team on a back-to-back would probably be a, a La Paz game here, but the Canadians are just just so bad recently over the past 10 games. Second worst expected goals for down there at 38, just barely above the Ducks, uh, four points below the Blackhawks in, in that next spot. Predators, 48.5% up there, middle of the pack. So I think even on a back-to-back, Predators have a... Uh, Won four in a row five of the past six going into tonight in Toronto. I think Toronto is going to win that one, and then they'll be able to go into Montreal and beat them. Montreal's lost nine of their past ten, including getting outshot 40 to 21 in a four nothing shutout loss to Seattle. I think Nashville here is a team that I can never really get my finger on on the pulse of what they're doing, but I think here at uh, minus 140 is a good look. Also, don't hate them in regulation at plus money. I think they'll be able to get it get it done in 60 minutes in Montreal. I haven't said this in a while, but uh, this this book that we're pulling lines from actually has a better number than what I got the Preds at. Uh, so I don't like that, but uh, that just makes it a better bet for the listener if they get this number. Myers 140 is an absolute steal for the Predators. <laughs> I know it's a back-to-back, but the Canadians are uh, currently my second or third worst team in the league. Meanwhile, the Predators are super hot. 
Uh, obviously, it may be a bit of a letdown going against the Leafs, but it's not like it's a conference rival or anything. So I think that they can come to this game and and win this one fairly comfortably. At minus 140, I think that's a very good price there. My number is at minus 186 for the Preds. Uh, maybe I'm not adjusting down enough for the back-to-back, but the Preds are fifth best uh, coming off the, uh, the, the back-to-back in terms of points percentage this year. I mean, they only have five games, but still they've done well on the back-to-back situation. So, uh, yeah, I don't see why that uh, this would deter them from winning. They don't have to cross the border or anything. It's right up there to Quebec. So they'll be they'll be wrestling the Canadians. Yeah, I guess they're the more rested team. They haven't played since Monday, I guess. Um, but but still, uh, the the Preds should should just a much better team, much hotter team. I I wish I would have bet them to make the playoffs like a week ago because uh, they're on they're on a fire and they're on fire these days and they're getting things together, getting better goaltending. Saros has been unreal, oh especially my God, in that. He's been so fucking sick, dude. Yeah, he was the one who stopped like fucking 64 of 67 shots or something yeah. against the Hurricanes. So it's yeah. absolutely unreal. So this guy's the real deal. But I don't think he'll be playing this one because I think he's playing against the Leafs tonight. But still, they all David Riddick in there, and he's a good enough backup to get it done. I mean, uh, yeah, minus 140 is just a very cheap price. Um, the the over 6.5 here, plus 100, is um, too high, I think. So I would lean to the under at minus 120. Uh, given the fact that the Canadians' goaltending has been decent, even though their their defense sucks, <laughs> um, so yeah, no real feel in the total, but definitely national money line is definitely my favorite play in this one. All right, well, for myself here, uh, first of all, I just want to touch on this really quickly. I'm so fucking happy you talked about UC Saros because that guy is absolutely incredible. And you know what, man? As a like, I grew up a goalie, right? So that I I got a special place in my heart for this. This motherfucker's five foot ten. And he's doing the shit that everybody in the NHL to be a goalie now, you got to be a fucking giant. You got to be six foot seven, six Mm -hmm. foot six. Yeah, no, this guy, it's shown, it's gone to show that like the whole cookie cutter, you know, and whether you give credit or or not to the guy like Carey Price, we're kind of starting it. We're just as perfect positioning. Every every motion is done with a purpose. Like a guy like UC Saros just comes in, he's a unicorn. He breaks the mold. So I love to see it. Um, as far as this game goes, though, I'm right with you, man. Nashville money line sitting at minus 140. That has to be the play. Uh, this team's currently on a four-game winning streak, even though they will probably, hopefully, get a loss tonight against the Leafs. Uh, they should go in there and beat the wheels off the Habs. One thing I will say, a little more random there. I think Kevin Lankinen might be starting for their backup here, so we'll see how that goes. But he's had good numbers too: 2.81 goals against average and a .918 save percentage, uh, 4-4 and one record here for the Preds. Did I say um, Riddick? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Lankinen. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it. Yeah. I, I, Riddick's not even Who the, the fuck roster. does Riddick play for then? He's on the Jets. Is he on the oh. Jets? That's like, that toilet fucking intel. <laughs> <laughs> toilet emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but still, like, Lankanen's actually been decent. Um, I do like the under in this game, man, at a six and a half paying off minus 120 here. You look at it, typically speaking, uh, Nashville gives a shitload of shots against. Well, Montreal is almost last in league for shots on goal per game. So I don't think we're going to see a problem here. Or sorry, yeah, and then Nashville on the second night of a back-to-back, maybe they'll be a little sleepy too here. And uh, if Jake Allen can have a game, you know, who, who knows? So I don't hate the under at six and a half if I had to make a play. Okay, that was word salad. Holy shit, I feel like I'm talking a lot here. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Motor City in Detroit, baby. Uh, Toronto on the money line sitting at minus 145. Detroit money line sitting at plus 125. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 125. The under plus 105 here. Uh, Leafs are on the second night of the back-to-back. We just touched on that. With that being said, 
We're still going with Toronto, baby, on the money line. Now, I will give Detroit credit. They uh, they do play the Leafs pretty hard every time. They seem to show up, at least keep it a close game. So maybe there's some value there on like a Detroit kind of reverse puck line, if we're allowed to say it. But uh, I'm still liking the Leafs, man. Division record 6-1-1. One, and one. They should go in. If they beat Nashville, they're on a three-game winning streak. They go into Detroit. Might as well make it a four. Let's go on a heater here, boys. It's been a lot of rumblings around. They're saying, ooh, this team needs to pick it up and shit. Well, now's the perfect fucking time to do it. Give me the Leafs on the money line. Over, under at 6 and a half here ah so samsonov would get the start he's been he had a good game last game he played i think it was actually against detroit i'm gonna lean the under man like these guys just played it was uh it was a 4-1 final i think i'm gonna go for it again i called it that game give me the under six and a half as well at plus money yeah we just talked about this uh matchup last show with all three of us for uh for saturday and toronto won that one four to one i think we're seeing a, a similar outcome here toronto's now won two straight even though it's going to be a back-to-back for them, they should win against Nashville. Maybe, hopefully, Austin Matthews plays against Detroit, but I don't think they're going to need him. Maybe if he doesn't play, you can get a better line. I think minus 145 for the Leafs against Detroit. Given the back-to-back, it's it's still a steal. Um, Toronto is 5-0-1 on no days rest so far this season. Detroit, they beat Winnipeg 7-5. They got outshot by 14, though, 37-23. So I think they'll come back down to earth and have another similar 4-1, 4-2 loss to uh, Toronto. So I, I love Toronto here, money line, and I, I would lean to the under there, especially at plus 105 with uh, Philly Husso starting again. Remember a few months ago when I said that the books are dumb? They don't know shit, <laughs> even though everyone knows. Oh, that was Vegas last week, for fuck's sake. Joel, uh, I'm so good, Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, I was it Joel. I'm the best Meyer. Or what did he? What was it at the beginning of the show? I'm the best. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm so good. Um, so I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was saying like, oh, they they don't adjust for the back to backs enough. So it was, uh, yeah, we'll we'll take the team that's uh, getting to play the the team on the back to back with a bad rest advantage disadvantage. But uh, now, between the Predators and the Leafs, we're getting massive value on the teams that are playing back to back. Like this number is insane to me. I got the Leafs at a minus 190. And that's after adjusting um, for potential Matthews uh, missing both games and the back to back situation. So minus 145 is absolutely insane to me. The Leafs are an elite team, almost an elite team. I think that the Bruins are pretty much the only elite team, but the Leafs are the second tier and they're against the Wings who are a playoff bubble team at best. And it's only minus 145. I don't understand it. I don't think that the difference between goaltending, whether it's Samsonov or Murray, is enough to make this line. So minus 145 is, is another great, great value play here. I don't care that on the back-to-back. These are lines that will move. I'm pretty assured of that, especially if Matthews plays. Um, so, yeah, all over the leaves here. Kind of like the over, even though it's so high. But... Uh, I, I can't back that so much just because uh, Billy Husa does have these uh, elite games once in a while. Actually, more more than once in a while. He's a pretty consistent mm-hmm. goalie. And uh, the Leafs, yeah, they're, they're against, uh, situated with the Morgan Riley coming back in. They're playing a bit better defensively the last couple games. And, yeah, like you said, they, they had a comfortable win against the Wings on Saturday. And they were like uh, minus 200 or something in that one. So I have no reason to think that the, the result will go... The other way here. So at minus 145, I, I love the Leafs in this spot. Fuck the books. <laughs> I needed that last part in. 
<laughs> All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Winnipeg Jets on the money line sitting at minus 130. Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 110. Over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 120. The under, plus 100 here. Maybe I'm taking crazy pills. I know I've been getting burned betting against the Buffalo Sabres lately, but how the fuck are you not on the Jets in this at minus 130? Um, I'm looking. Yeah, they're not even on the back-to-back. Like, fuck it, dude. Give me Winnipeg. I don't even know what else to say about this game. Like, this team's been sick. They're second in the Central. They've struggled a little bit the past couple of games, but truth be told, man, like, they're still a good team. Hellebuck's just an absolute stud. His numbers are sick. He's got a .924 save percentage. Uh, I'm not even going to speculate on Buffalo goaltending because every time I do it, I'm totally wrong off the marker. Uh, but give me the Jets, minus 130 in this game here, man. As far as over-under goes... Don't really have a play that I love. Uh, holy fuck. Buffalo is first in the league for goals per game. Really? That's, yeah. I didn't even know that. They're at 3.87 per game. That's absolutely insane. Uh, with that, So, yeah, if I had to make a play, give me the over, I guess. I don't really love it, but sitting at minus 120, sure. But my, my real play is just Winnipeg money line. Yeah, I think you have to go Winnipeg here. They're coming off a loss to Detroit, but they outshot them 37-22. Uh, Hellebuck's not going to have back-to-back games like that where he gives up three early on there. They went down 3 nothing early in Detroit. So, uh, yeah, Buffalo, their vibes seem to be off, too. The Flyers beat them 4 nothing, and Seattle won 4-3 the next night. Maybe they'll be able to get back here, but third game in, in uh, four nights. I think the, the Jets, just like you said, the better team. Minus 130 seems really low again, just like Toronto and, and Nashville seem really low. Maybe we're not putting enough into these, these teams being on the road. Maybe home ice advantage is something we're, we're kind of discounting here. But even so, Winnipeg is 10-8-1 on the road. Buffalo's 9-10-2 at home here. So I think the Jets are going to bounce back here, get back to uh, they won five straight before losing to Detroit. So I think they'll get right back to their winning ways here in Buffalo. And I would lean to the under here. Under or uh, Jets are a big under team with Hallibuck there. So I think they get back to their low-scoring game. But my only bet for this one is, is Winnipeg. Absolutely agree with both of you. The Jets are 14th in expected goals, 4 percentage in the past five weeks. Uh, meanwhile, the Sabres, they're, they're continually dwelling in the, in the, in the 24th range. So, uh, yeah, the the... the Top goal scoring team in the league. It doesn't really back up uh, how they're actually playing as a team. It's it's more like uh, goal scoring fluke stuff from uh, Tage Thompson and the likes. Uh, yeah, it's big surprise here, but I'm going with the Jets against the Sabres. <laughs> um, yeah, Jets are getting healthy now. Like they they got Ehlers, Perfetti, Nate Schmidt back, uh, so they're a very healthy team now. Uh, so I like them to get the job done here at only minus 130, but I do like the over as well. I know uh, Hellebuck will have a bounce back game in that way, but it's still the Sabres. They have a top two power play in the league, and uh, the Jets' penalty kill has always been a bit suspect. So they could get a, a power play goal there. So I like goals in this one, but you like both of you. I like the Jets to win this game. Minus 130 is a good price. All right, so Jolie and I are both on the over there. Ryan, our guy's on the under. And speaking of unders, we got underdog fantasy. We're brought to you by the underdog fantasy. Uh, at underdog, the season never ends. Right now, you can play their fantasy football playoffs. Best ball, the gauntlet, with one fucking million dollars in prizes up for grabs. Uh, they also have a ton of daily games for the NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use the promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a $100 deposit match up to 100 bucks, baby. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And 
Hit up on dogs. That's a sick deal there. I might have to do that myself. Uh, okay, here. Moving down to the 7 p.m. time. Yo, I killed that, Audrey. That was better than you the did? other one. Uh, that was great. Perfect. Damn, right. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, moving to 7 p.m. here. We're going with the Seattle Kraken against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston. Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 200. Boston money lines paying off minus 240. Big home favorites at the Garden. Boston on the puck line sitting at plus 100. The over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Okay, we talked about this game a little bit before the show here. Let's be realistic. Like, Boston is unreal. They're the best team in the entire world. Joel touched on it a little bit earlier. They're probably, they're the only elite team in the NHL that is truly elite. Uh, this team's a fucking wagon, man. They're so good. Is there value on Seattle at plus 200? Of course there is. This Seattle team's been sick on the road. They're 14-4-2. They're currently on a six-game winning streak. Apparently, Magic Hands, Martin Jones, just decided he's going to be absolutely sick this year, although his numbers aren't really that good. Uh, I feel like Seattle's just kind of been scoring themselves at a lot of trouble this year. Can they do that against the Bruins? I don't know, man. I honestly don't really have a good play here. I want to take Seattle on the money line to plus 200 just because the value is there and that's unreal. Anything can happen. And maybe the Bruins are looking ahead to Saturday when they got to play against the dirty Toronto Maple Leafs. But uh, uh, I don't know. So if you had to do a play, maybe Seattle on the reverse puck line might be the way to go here as far as over-under goes. Kind of feeling an under game here, boys. Uh, six and a half paying off minus 120. Yeah, I think uh, Seattle plus one and a half, probably at minus 120 ish, minus 130. Isn't, isn't a bad look given how Boston plays a lot of close games. But I think Seattle here plus 200 only gives them one third chance of, of winning the game. I think they, they win that more often than that. So I think Seattle plus 200, sprinkle a half unit on it to win a unit. And then, then that uh, makes up for any other losses you have there. So you have to go. Seattle here, whether you want to go safer on the plus one and a half or the money line plus 200. 14-4-2 on the road. I know Boston is 19-0-3 at home, but they have to lose in regulation sometime. Why not to a, a pesky Seattle team coming in at plus 200? One more thing to be aware of is that the the, the Bruins have the Leafs coming to town, I believe, on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a look-ahead spot for mm-hmm. the Bruins. Uh, I don't Literally said that. <laughs> Did you say that? Oh, man. I, I pulled a talent. I pulled you, a talent. You, this you absolutely, each other, you absolutely we pulled a talent. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it was revenge. Okay. That's a revenge spot for me. <laughs> Got you there. Uh, that said, uh, give me the crack in here at plus 200. I love this. I love this line. Uh, once again, this is a great number compared to other spots out there. You'll, you'll find the crack in like plus 170, plus 180, plus one, plus 200 at this spot here. Yeah, that's a great price. Uh, Kraken have been rolling through this uh, road schedule of theirs, and I know they have the the rest disadvantage and all that. The Bruins coming back from their <laughs> just comfortable slaughter of California. Oh man, they just roll through them like the ducks. Theater, baby, we got ducks, we got sharks, and we got kings. Oh, they fucking bears are king over all of them. King of the jungle, king of the wilderness, and certainly king of California. Uh, I mean, they have that, like seven-one victory after uh, on a back-to-back. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said that this is the only elite team. Like this, this team's on a mission and all that. But uh, still, coming home, facing a cracking team that are on a roll here with these away games. They've been rolling them themselves, uh, beating the uh, Sands comfortably, the Canadians and whatnot, and and the Kraken or the uh, the Sabers as well. I like I like the the Kraken here at plus two hundred here. Uh, like like Talon said, like Talon said, the Bruins have that look at spot, and um, I don't I don't mind the over six and a half too at plus one hundred with the with the uh, shakiness maybe the 
coming home from California might give to the goalies and the defense and the Kraken goaltending, of course. So I could see goals in this one for sure, but starter play here is the Kraken on the money line, plus 200. Uh, I think the Bruins uh, might get bit here uh, by the sea creatures. Are, are we all on the Kraken in this game? Like, are we all betting against the Bruins? How fucked is that? At plus 200, you have to. I know the value's to. there, I guess, yeah, but still, that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm also Callan objects to anytime we uh, bet against the Bruins. <laughs> I, I, have a, uh, I have a quick gimmick Gilbert, uh, same game parlay here. Kraken plus two and a half, under six and a half at plus 150. It covers a 4-2 loss, any, anything less than that if they if they win. Or if you go uh, plus two and a half, under seven and a half, you can still get minus 110. So if you think it's going to be a close game, maybe look at that uh, same game parlay feature from uh, your friends at WinBet. This has potential to be a sick game, and it'll be on the radar for sure. Um, all right, moving down to 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Didn't we just see this game, or am I taking crazy pills? Maybe just I am. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, it just happened, too, yeah. I know, this is like, like five minutes. Yeah, this is like three days ago. Uh, either way, game itself is in Columbus. Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 315. Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 260. Uh, Canes on the puck line sitting at minus 120. The over-unders at six and a half. Over sitting at plus 100. The under minus 120. Right, guy? What do you got, baby? Albert Einstein once said, the oh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Well... Call me insane, because I'm going right back to the Hurricanes here on the puck line, minus 120. They've lost three in a row. They blew the lead to the Devils. They lost to these Blue Jackets. They lost to the uh, Predators out shooting them 67-24. Lost to the Rangers. I've said time and time again they're not going to lose, and I'm going right back to it. it I, I said they're banned. I'm making them a lock. I, it's just <laughs> I don't know what it is. Max Pacioretty's back. He's a good guy to look at for shots on goal props, uh, goal props in general. But besides that win against Carolina, Columbus has just they lost 6-3 to Tampa, uh, 1-0 Washington, 6-2 Washington, 4-0 Ottawa. One of these games, Carolina has to get back on track. And I don't see why it can't be on Thursday in Columbus. Give me on the puck line, uh, minus 120. Over the past 10 games, they have the best expected goals for percentage in the league at 61%. Columbus has the fourth worst at 44%. I think they have to finally start getting some puck luck here. And this line, I think, would be higher if Carolina has won one of their past four games. But I think we're getting some value on their uh, losing streak. I think they're mostly healthy now up front. Yeah, they just have Andre Kasha, Anderson, and Gardner. But yeah, Carolina puck line here one more time, minus 120. Is Jake Gardner still in the league? <laughs> Maybe just on uh, LTIR for his contract. <laughs> Robot Eye Island, baby. So after the Blue Jackets game last Saturday, I actually upgraded the Hurricanes, but uh, that was a big mistake because I didn't realize how poorly the goaltenders were playing. And then uh, the Devils scored like six on Kuchetkov, and Aranta has been nothing, nothing, uh, nothing better. So I had to downgrade the Hurricanes again. So my number here is actually less than it was in that Saturday game, but it also has to do with the Blue Jackets getting a. This guy, Kirill Merchenko, man, he had a scored a hat-trick against the Hurricanes, and he scored another goal. Uh, whoever they played last, I don't remember. But this guy's on fire. This rookie from Russia, he's, he's uh, upgraded their offense, definitely. So, yeah, I, I, 
I, I, I still like the Hurricanes here. My number is at uh, minus 317, so it's almost bang on with the number here. But uh, I like the Hurricanes to win this game. I like Ryan's bets there, but I can't go to that full extent making this a max play, mega whale play or anything like that. Five-star lock. Subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not that good. Um, but the Hurricanes here are, are still aside, I think. Uh, you can still back them if you can find like a minus 170, minus 175 in regulation um i don't see the blue jackers doing the same thing they did last game it was just such a lucky result that that saturday game still sticks in my craw as the english might say um but uh yeah the, the hurricanes goal thing is, is the big thing right now like they, they need freddie anderson now apparently from, oh, from the team hold that your did, breath from the team that doesn't need goaltending all of a sudden they, they do need some goaltending because if <laughs> it doesn't matter if you only allow 20 shots if the goalie lets in four of them um so yeah that, that 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 could be their undoing but uh that said hurricanes are the better team in every single respect except for maybe the goaltending if corpus starts again and plays like it did last game so it's a tough one to call no opinion on the on the total but uh yeah i i bet the uh, the hurricanes and regulation so that's what i recommend you know what? I'm I'm right there with you guys, man. Ryan touched on it with the whole definition of insanity there. Uh, my boy Hawkeye Pierce, a.k.a. Alan Alda, once said, if we didn't go crazy, we'd all go a little insane. And I haven't been going crazy lately, baby, which means I'm going insane here. Give me the Hurricanes. Uh, I love them in regulation, like you guys said, maybe at minus 170 here. That has to be a great play. This team's on a four-game losing streak. There's no fucking way they make it five by losing against the goddamn Columbus Blue Jackets. Get the hell out of here. That's not going to happen. Rob Brendamore is not. If that happens, Rob Brendamore is going to just stare into the souls of every player on that team. And, like, I don't even know. which is clearly – I don't even know. He's just no, going to just the goalies. Yeah, it is. You're right. It's it's anti-ranta. He's been nothing to rant about lately, so he's been absolutely <laughs> terrible. Uh, Kachetkov needs to get his shit together, and Frederick Anderson is just a ghost. I'm not even sure he exists at this point anymore. Um, so, yeah, but still, give me the Hurricanes, man. Uh, as far as over-under goes here, there hasn't been much to point towards going over in Carolina games, man. So, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I don't want to take the under, but because especially last game, it went over. I guess I shouldn't say that between these two teams but fuck it i just can't take the over right now so give me the under minus 120 um all right moving down to 7 p.m here we got the dallas stars against the new york rangers game itself is in new york dallas on the money line sitting at plus 100 rangers on the money line hanging out at minus 120 over unders at five and a half over sitting at minus 120 the under plus 100 oh dallas dallas has been kicking me in the pills lately man i feel like every time i bet them they've been absolutely shit in the bed here um they had a tough loss actually no they won last night i guess true um but still i'm going back to the well man i like the stars team you're gonna give me them a plus money even on the road i do i will take it uh the road record is pretty decent they're 13 7 and 3 that's okay new york's been good at home too um but yeah i'll take the stars at plus money man i think this team's the real deal they're first in the central here 25 11 and 6 record uh there's definitely some value potentially to be had there um as far as over under goes this is a game last year. We'd be like, holy shit, with uh, with Ottinger playing and Shosturkin playing, give me the under all day long. At five and a half, give me the over, man. I think we even talked about this. Like Dallas games have surprisingly gone over a bit more than you would assume they would. And uh, Shosturkin has been, I don't want to say average, but he's been better than average. But, uh, you know, he hasn't been the Shosturkin of last year. So if you're going to give me five and a half in this game, I'm going to be on the over all day long. Yeah, I did kind of like the under. Then I saw it was five and a half, and I don't know if, if I can take that given uh, Shesterkin's struggles at home this year. Last year he was great at home. This year he's 
much better on the road. But for this game, I mean, I, I agree with most of, of what Talon said. I think Dallas here is the side at even money. In, in a coin flip game, I, I, w- I would take Dallas. I'm not going to lay money on the Rangers. Uh, Dallas has won two in a row, including that uh, shootout win on Long Island on Tuesday night. Won uh, six of their past eight overall. Rangers have had a few close games recently. They came back, I think, against Minnesota to force overtime and won that in a shootout. So I think if Ottinger plays well, the stars here at plus 100 are my play. I agree with that. I like the stars here. Uh, the Rangers going up against another central division opponent. They snick, snuck out a win against the Wild there in the shootout. Uh, happy to note that Igor Shosturkin, he, he crosses himself after a win. I don't see that too often in hockey. It's more of a, a soccer thing, but I like seeing that. Love that guy, Igor. Um, but that said, I, I like the stars for this one. They're, they've been in town in New York for uh, a few days here, so the, 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 the away disadvantage is somewhat negated. Uh, they'll be well-rested. I don't think that they're, they're spending every night out on the town. Before this game, so yeah, plus 100. My number is that Rangers minus 104. So uh, guess I lean to the stars. You no opinion on the total, but I kind of like the under. Just the if Ottinger starts and Shesterkin starts, uh, I like the under at five and a half plus 100. I mean, I, w- I want a six. I want that push insurance, but I lean that way just given the way that both goalies have played lately. Especially Ottinger after his uh, injuries, but he's been much better of late. And it's not his fault that his team has lost a few games. Two weaker opponents. But uh, that said, give me the stars on the money line here as a stronger play of plus 100. All right. Moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Minnesota Wild against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Minnesota on the money line sitting at minus 115. New York on the money line sitting at minus 105. Over-unders at 5.5 sitting at minus 120. The under uh, sitting at plus 100 here. This is kind of a tough game to speculate, man. Both teams are on three-game losing streaks. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury was out for a personal leave in Minnesota. We're not going to speculate what that was, but he is uh, apparently confirmed to be back for this game. So hey, I imagine he'll get the nod. to speculate. He was fucking pissed off because he's having five goals, six <laughs> Honestly, goals. Honestly, <laughs> I was good as that's probably what it was, too. That had her, you know, his uncle had a broken dick or something. Who knows? Um, but... Boys, I'm I'm kind of going with the hockey gods on this one, bro. You know, I, I'm a big believer in the hockey gods. When someone goes out on a personal leave and they come back, you know, or especially a guy that I'd like, Marc-Andre Fleury, I might kind of have to go with Minnesota here. With that being said, their away record is 10-6-3, so they have been good. The Islanders have been sick at home, though, too, at fucking 12-6-1 record. So I don't love the play here, but... I'm, I'm going to ride with my boy, man. I've always been a flurry guy. I'm going to go with the Wild here. They're sitting at third in the Central. Uh, hopefully, they can keep getting going here. As far as the over-under goes here, I do think there will be goals, contrary to popular belief. Uh, so, at five and a half here, man, give me the give me the over at minus 120. Yeah, this may shock uh, long-time loyal listeners of the Hockey Line podcast here, but I am on the Islanders here at home, Ooh. minus 105. I think, uh, you know, they played a good game against Dallas, lost in a shootout. Had two tough road games there in uh, Alberta against Edmonton and Calgary, but they are a much better home team, as uh, Talon mentioned, 12-6-1. Minnesota only barely over 500 at 10-6-3 on the road. I think um, Islanders as the quote-unquote dog here, minus 105 opposed to minus 115. I think you you can't go wrong taking that that uh, value here. They're the ninth best expected goals for over the past 10 games. Minnesota's down there at, um, I think they have the ninth worst or 11th worst here. 
I think Islanders, just better home team, a better team possibly overall right now. So I'll take them at minus 105. So at this number, it's uh, it's pretty close to a pass game. Uh, my number is the Wild at minus 109. I do think that they're the better team than the Islanders. I mean, yeah, the, this this line's about right at minus 115. Uh, if I had to bet anything, though, I, I would go to the the under five and a half and plus 100. Just just get a back on that uh, resiliency of the wild defense, believing in their goalie, and in addition to Mark Underfoot putting in a better performance than he did uh, on Saturday and in recent days. I mean, it's basically whether you believe in Flurry backing his words up, because right now he's he's not uh, fully confident. But uh, you know that this guy has the experience, the pedigree to bounce back. So that that's really what uh, your wild or your under money is depending on so that that's what i'm depending on i guess uh for this one but no strong play in this game whatsoever uh at minus 115 here for the wild i do think that they're rightfully favored but um i'm not going to recommend it as a super strong mega whale play all right moving down to the 8 p.m time slot here we got the calgary flames against the st louis blues another game that we just saw as of late uh game itself is in st louis uh calgary in the money line sitting at minus 170 st louis on the money line at plus 145 big home dogs uh calgary in the puck line sitting at plus 150 if you're interested in that the over unders at six overpaying off minus 120 the under sitting at plus 100 here Boys, I really fucking like the Blues in this game, man. I don't know why. Like, last time we saw these two teams play, it was, yeah, it was like three days, or it was yesterday for fuck's sakes, and it was a 4-3 win uh, for St. Louis here. I'm going back to the well, man. Give me the fucking Blues in this play. Uh, they haven't been great at home. They're 8-8-2, eight, eight and two, but Calgary's road record has been pretty terrible, too. They're 7-7-7, seven, seven and seven, uh, almost close to being metal, but it's not, which is why I'm going against them here. I like the Blues, man. I think they're kind of like a sneaky, decent team. You know, if they can kind of go on a bit of a heater here, who knows what will happen. And this game does have wildcard implications. They're both sitting at 42 games played. There's a two-point differential between the two. St. Louis has more wins. So St. Louis gets this win, man. They move into a wildcard here. They got some more to play for. Also, on a fun little note, I got a buddy... I got a buddy in Calgary, and he told me that there's a sick-ass waffle place called Z Crew Cafe. We've talked about it a couple times before. Shout out Z Crew. Um, we got a blues against a place with a sick waffle house. We got a blue waffle game. Give me the fucking blues and the blue waffle, and give me St. Louis as big home dogs, plus 145, baby. Over, under, give me the over six, minus 120. Yeah, looking at this one, I think, yeah, we, we just saw this on on a Tuesday, going back at it on Thursday again in St. Louis, which is which is kind of weird, kind of like a baseball thing there. But, yeah, I think the Blues here being plus 145 is kind of disrespectful, even with their injuries. They've proven they can win without them, at least for now. Uh, I do like the over here a lot, over six at minus 120. It was a 4-3 game last time out, um, 5-2 earlier this season in Calgary. St. Louis won. Last year, the over rolled out in uh, for the past five overall. One was a push at six. So I love the over here at minus 120. And yeah, give me the Blues at uh, plus 145. I think they're a better home team. I mean, Calgary having seven seven overtime losses on the road also leads me to a, a tie game here. You can get overtime at around probably plus 330, I see. Uh, Calgary's gone to overtime in two straight and four of their past nine. St. Louis has gone in four of their past nine as well. So uh, sprinkle the overtime plus 330. 
bet over six minus 120 and sprinkle the blues here plus 145 i think that's uh three solid plays for this game i don't mind the the draw play given the fact that uh both teams saw each other two days ago um they're more familiar with each other maybe a bit of an underplay as well more um familiar with what each other is trying to do and all that but uh i still got to go with the flames here the flames were the better team in that game i don't know they got complacent at some point the blues snuck a couple greasy cheap goals and uh, made the flames work hard but at the end of the day the the, the blues won that in the uh the shootout i believe um either way three on three shootout that's all the same to me doesn't matter that's not real hockey so but uh, man, the, the Flames were about this number when they they, they dropped the puck last uh, Tuesday. So uh, no real value here. I mean, my number is the the Flames at minus one forty seven. So it's closer to the Blues in that respect. But I still don't believe that this Blues team can keep doing what they're doing with all the injuries. So I, I maybe a small play of Flames in regulation. But like uh, saying that the draw is a is a good play there with the the familiarity and whatnot. So uh, I personally bet the, the Flames, but uh, not at minus 170. So it's a tough one to call for me at this number, but I, I do think the Flames win this game, but I don't hate anyone if they want to uh, play the draw here or the or the Blues plus 145, just given this uh, price here. And uh, a bit of a lean to the under six of plus 100, given that uh, aforementioned familiarity. All right, we're moving down to the 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Chicago Blackhawks, the AHL, or the ECHL, even Chicago Blackhawks. This team is fucking openly tanking, and they are terrible. Game itself is in Chicago. Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 315. Blackhawks on the money line sitting at plus 260. Avalanche on the puck line hanging out at minus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 115. The under, minus 105. Jolie. What's going on here, buddy? Chicago just going to beat the fucking tits off, uh, or Colorado going to beat the tits off Chicago, or what's up? Uh, you're you're right in the first respect. Uh, the, the Blackhawks might beat the tits off the Avalanche here, the way <laughs> no they've been way. playing oh. lately. Oh. It can happen. The Blackhawks haven't been playing better lately. Um, but uh, the Avalanche, they're, uh, they're running out of excuses here. Well, they're getting guys back. I mean... It's a possibility that uh, Nachushkin, that Manson, that Byron come back for this one. They're all listed as questionable right now, day to day. So uh, we'll see if they're ac- activated from the uh, injured reserve in the case of uh, Manson and Byron. So that, that'll affect the line a lot. This is a very uh, nebulous line because uh, it depends on, on where those guys come in. So at, at this point, it, it's tough to call, but I do think that this is a good spot for them to really get their season back on track. Um, I mean, losing that way to the Panthers, giving up four goals there, going down 4-1. Obviously, great fight back in the fourth or the third period, but it's not enough. Uh, you got to get points at this point. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, maybe we're talking, we're, maybe we're tanking for Bedard at this point. I don't know. <laughs> oh, get a fuck. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's a lottery seed? That'd be nuts. That'd be the best consolation prize to missing the playoffs ever. Um but no, we're going to make the playoffs, no doubt about it. And uh, it starts here against the Blackhawks. Uh, they're not a good team, obviously. And um, although it could be a good of a, uh, like, um, 
a game that Taves or Kane might want to overperform and get the best trade value. They want to get out of town and all that. I don't know, but uh, my number here is it's very vague. It's only at minus 261 for the Avalanche, but that's not with uh, those aforementioned guys who are injured. So, yeah, this one's tough to call right now. So I I got to give a good pass to this one. I do think the Avalanche won this one, but at minus 315, it's just too... <laughs> Big of a price to pay, so maybe over six and a half minus one fifteen might be calling my name. Um, given the Georgiev is letting like three goals plus every freaking game seems like the past three weeks, uh, not good, not good. So yeah, lean to the over, fucking hope the Avs win. Yeah, I mean the Avs here minus three fifteen. You you can't take that given their recent form. You can't even take them really regulation or, or puck line. They haven't. Even their uh, four and six, or four, five, and one of the past 10 games, and all four of those wins came past regulation. So maybe look at a Chicago plus one and a half, plus two and a half gimmick Gilbert parlay. But speaking of gimmicks here, I'm going to uh, suggest a few prop plays, especially for like the abs. Uh, Mika Rantanen to score a goal. He scored in three of his past four. He's scored in six of his past nine. Nice. He's uh, scored in eight of his past 12. Also, Nathan McKinnon has scored in three of his past four since returning from injury. So sprinkle uh, both of those guys to score. Hopefully one of them does. Maybe both of them do and you win both bets. But that's what I'm going to know for this one because there's not much value to be had there. Uh, the one bet I may consider is Colorado regulation because I think if they win, it's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty like, like Joel said, a chance to get back on track here and with, with a blowout win. All right. For, I'm kind of right there with you, man. For me, this is a lick your fucking chops game for the Avalanche here. They've been struggling, you know, a little bit as of late. Even the season hasn't gone to, to as to how they expected it. They've had a shitload of injuries. But this is a game you got to have this circled, especially after that tough loss uh, last night here. I, I'm straight up. I'm taking Colorado on the puck line minus 120 men here. This Colorado team is shit. They're or not Colorado. Sorry. This uh, <laughs> they are. They team. are. <laughs> we are rather. <laughs> we are. <laughs> this Chicago team is fucking terrible, bro. They are last in the league for goals per game. Um. So yeah, give me Colorado on the puck line. This is what the players need. They dig. Like, okay, let's go in there. Let's pad the stats. Let's get back on the score sheet. Like Nathan McKinnon, put up a fucking Hattie. You're one of. You're like the arguably like a top three player in the league. You're probably sitting at number two go put up a fucking clinic man score three goals do something special have a five-point night and from Gorgiev point of view like put up a fucking put up a donut man like get the job done here the Chicago team sucks so get your mindset going get your eagle back get fired up and start shitting on teams because you know what you can't win if you're a loser because losers are losers and losers fucking suck so start acting like the winners you are and you got to just crush you this is like bully versus nerd throw these chicago blackhawk nerds in the fucking locker and go bang the hot cheerleader let's fucking go avalanche give me colorado on the puck line at minus 120 and give me the over because the abs are putting up a seven spot oh you're speaking my language here buddy uh I got to be honest, I did bet the Avalanche, but at a much better number, so I'm just trying to be honest and faithful to what we're oh, no, doing no, out no. here. Well, but, yeah, fuck that. Get the Avalanche going to fucking win this game. This yes. is it. This is the do-or-die game. We're losing the fucking Blackhawks. We don't deserve to be a team. Fucking tank for Bedard. If we lose this game, fucking tank for Bedard. Nothing else can be said. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, uh, it looks like Patrick Kane is less than 50% to play in this one. Also, according to Ben Pope, uh, Peter Mrazek is starting in this one. <laughs> Mrazek has a, a 419 goals against, 878 save percentage, and a 2-10-1 in, in record this season. Buddy, so per- perfect chance for the Avs to uh, shove the Blackhawks in a locker. Just an absolute ghost in net. Just a ghost. <laughs> pops the going through. Might as well Casper Mrazic is what we're calling him. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving down to the 9 p.m. time slot here. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Arizona Coyotes. I'm not going to say anything. This game itself is uh, in Arizona State University. Ottawa on the money line sitting at minus 165. Coyotes on the money line sitting at plus 140. Uh, over-unders at six. Both over-unders sitting at minus 110 here. Oh, I don't even know. Coyotes are on a six-game losing streak. The Sens are losers, and they stink too. I hate to say it. I'm not going to say it. Give me the Yotes. Give me the Desert Dog. Fuck the Sens. Cam Talbot's actually like a sick goalie. I do dig him, man. He's cool. But I, I got to go with the Yotes here, man. At home, uh, they're 7-5-2. and two, So they're positive at home. Uh, Ottawa's been pretty shitty on the road. They're 7-9-2. and two. I don't know. I don't love this play, man. But I, I'm, I'll bet. I'll probably put like a half unit, maybe in a full unit down in Arizona just for shits and giggles. Uh, over under at six. These teams can't score, but these teams can't stop pucks either. So... Christ, man, I don't have a play either way on the over/under. Yeah, this is this is a game where Ottawa should be the better team, but I mean they they've lost the past two. Got shut out by Nashville at home, three nothing. Lost eight four to Seattle, but I still think Ottawa is the better team. Arizona's lost uh, six in a row, like you said. Um, I don't want to lay minus one sixty five, so I took Ottawa minus one. A plus 108 you can probably get that at round even money on, on on if your book offers that if not take them in regulation should be a, a similar price just because i think they're going to win they should win but i don't want to lay minus 165 in case the, the desert dogs come up big there at home so yeah ottawa is my uh, play for this this one yeah definitely a, an inflated price here the senator is starting their their western road trip in this one i do like them to win this game given the uh, the coyotes are uh Ever since they saw Connor Bedard do what he did in the uh, the World Juniors, they've <laughs> mysteriously started to lose games. So maybe Chalk. they thought that, uh, oh, maybe it's not a good idea to win all these stupid games and miss the playoffs by uh, a few points. So um, they're doing the smart thing here. So maybe they, they're continuing to tank. So that's why we're seeing this number rise for the Senators. But, yeah, my, my number here is without that narrative stuff uh, is Senators minus 144. So... No value there, but I still like the Senators to win this game, given all that and uh, the lack of interest, I guess. Like uh, the Coyotes at Mullet Arena uh, is kind of to, <laughs> it, it's, it's waning down. It's, it's, it's not as uh, exciting as it once was. Uh, I'm sure they, they'd rather watch the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils play than the Coyotes uh, soon enough, especially against a team with no interest, no uh marketability as the senators it's not the bruins not the leaves coming to town it's the senators so i don't see much of a home ice advantage for this one so i all that said my numbers don't support it but i still got to lean with the the sands here even at minus 165 but stronger player over six at minus 110 the senators are high scoring team they just got shut out against the crack and they're going to come up firing here they got a great power play meanwhile uh 
Vajmelka, our old friend Vajmelka, has been bad over the past month or so. I mean, he came out of the gates hot. He's been easy. He was like a top six or seven in goal saver. Goal saver, I've expected, but now he's down like uh, towards league, league average. So the goaltending is not there. The defense is not there. It's tough to see uh, the Coyotes stopping the Senators from scoring. So I, I like the over six here, minus 110, and just hope that uh, Cam Talbot doesn't have the game of his life. But I don't know why anyone would want to have the game of their life when uh, it's seen by only like 5,000 people. I was going to say, nothing gets you more fired up than playing in front of 4,200 fans. <laughs> uh, all right, moving down to the 10 p.m. slime time slot here. Uh, last game on the docket. Oh, it's a slime slot. It's like NFL slime time. Nickelodeon. Nick- yeah, Nickelodeon slime. Add- yeah, Nickelodeon. Hit us up if you want some ads, bro. Um, all right, Florida Panthers against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Florida on the money line sitting at plus 110. Knights on the money line hanging out at minus 130. Over-unders at 6.5. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. I forget who they played. Was it yesterday I watched the Knights get the shit kicked out of them? Or two nights ago? I think it was two nights ago. I don't know. Either way. Yeah, it was against the Kings. So that was a while ago. I don't know, man. Like, I want to take Vegas in this game. I really don't like the Panthers this year, dude. Like, I think the Panthers fucking stink. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they missed the playoffs. Maybe I'm taking crazy pills. Um, I don't have a lot of reasoning for this, but just give me the Knights, bro. Give me the Knights at home, minus 130. Logan Thompson has been biting my ass lately. Every time I feel like I bet on the Knights, I've lost. But I'm going back to the well, baby. What happens when you fall off the horse? You get back on the horse, and Knights do that too, especially Golden Knights. So give me the Knights, baby. As far as over-under goes here, this is an over game. I forgot Bobrovsky's in net and Bobrovsky's on a cold year. Next year, he's going to be a Vesna candidate, but this year he's going to be absolutely shit. So give me the over at minus 120. Yeah, you got, got to take the over here. Uh, Vegas hasn't played actually since that Kings game. They've had hmm. four days off now since uh, that game on Saturday. I think them at home here against the Panthers, who are a, a bad road team. They blew a 3 nothing lead, I think, in Colorado, then came ended up be- coming back and winning it. Uh, so yeah, Vegas here minus one thirty, over six and a half minus one twenty. These are just both teams where Vegas, Florida, they, they, they just scream over here. Uh, over has games gone over in what's that? Five of their like seven or eight meetings. Florida has never won in Vegas through um, four years there. So um, yeah, Vegas minus so one thirty. So they like to get down. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> we, we saw what happened when uh, who was that a Panthers game that that was wasn't in the suite there. Oh, the no, guy that was nobody? banging the chick? Yeah. Who, who was yeah, that? Yeah, that was one of those rapper guys you one like. One of those guys was there. So we, we all know they're about scoring there. So oh. I, guess, <laughs> I guess forgot about that. And the over six and a half minus 120. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, no no idea about the uh, the total here, but I do like the Vegas Kodak side. Black. Kodak Black. Kodak Black. That's it. Of course. Who else would it be? Yeah, obviously. All those new rappers all blend together. They all suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But for this one, I do like the the Knights here. You mentioned the extended rest for the for the Knights. Meanwhile, the Panthers just had a bit of a, a grind against the Avalanche. Came out to that 5-4 win, but they had to fight for it all the way through. Uh, Knights are just uh, sitting here waiting for them. Meanwhile, they might get uh, a few guys back. We'll see. Uh, Theodore, White Cloud, Brett Howden. They could all be back for this one. Um so they, they could have a healthier squad. Meanwhile, Jack Eichel's getting his way back to fitness. So, yeah, the Knights had only matched from 30. I like this quite a bit. 
I just don't believe in the Panthers' ability to beat these good teams. Uh, they do tend to beat the bad ones, but <laughs> like the Avalanche, but uh, they don't <laughs> do so well against the good ones. So give me the Knights here, minus 130. I think that's a good price. My number is uh, Knights minus 134. So, yeah, I quite like the Knights to win this one. Uh, no opinion on the total, but uh, don't mind that Kodak Black play. <laughs> yeah, this has been a musical show. We've had Cannibal Course, we've got Kodak Black. Uh, Joel was talking about Queensryche before we recorded. There's been a lot going on here. Take hold of the flame. <laughs> <laughs> Take hold. <laughs> All right, boys, that pretty much wraps up for a slate here. Uh, okay, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals. I would like to personally say I have lost us eight units over the past three like recordable shows here. So I would like to apologize, but that's going to change here. Uh, first place, we got Joel. He is uh, at a 29-24 record. He is up 3.19 units. In second, we got Ryan. He is 28-24 and 24 on his record. He is up 1.44 units. Myself, I'm 27-25. and 25. I am down 0.16 units. But still collectively as a show, we've had some wiggle room. We're at 84-73 and 73 record. We're up 4.47 units. But this is all going to change, baby. We're fucking coming up. We're coming back, and we're coming blood, like I said earlier. All right. <laughs> Joey, you're in first place here. Kick us off, bud. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going with the the Jets money line. I'm sticking to my guns against the Sabres. <laughs> Fuck you, Thor Lebowski. I'm going against your team once more. <laughs> Jets to the much better team. Healthy team now. And uh, looking to respond after that big loss against the Red Wings there where they went down like three or four nothing early. The dog will beat the Kraken here. Going uh, out on a limb here. Fading the Bruins. But uh, the number is just too high. Cracking a plus 200 against Boston. Coming home from that uh, California road trip with the Leafs game on deck. So I like the Kraken to continue their, their, their road trip uh, uh, streak here. And my total is the Sens Coyotes over 6, minus 110. I do think that there will be goals in this game. I'd like the Sens to win it. But uh, the Coyotes could definitely score two or three on the Sens team with their shitty defense. And, um, yeah, Sens offense has been brilliant so far with the power play and all. So, yeah, give me goals in that one as well. Yeah, for me, I'm going with my, uh, I guess my better judgment, perhaps. My lock is the Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line, minus 120 at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Lost four in a row. Just mean Carolina at Columbus just opposite ends of the metropolitan division standings they have to get back on track sometime why not now with with a multi-goal win in columbus uh, my dog is the nashville predators in regulation plus 110 at montreal canadians uh they're playing tonight gonna be the second half of a back-to-back they're three one and one on no days rest montreal is pretty beat up with their injuries and they have the second worst expected goals for over the past 10 games so i think nashville can get it done in regulation at plus 110 then we got the Kodak Black play there. Florida, Vegas, over 6.5, minus 120 for my total. Just both uh, over teams there. I know Logan Thompson's been playing better, but still not not great. And Bobrovsky hasn't been great for the Panthers either. I see both teams putting up quite a few goals in that one. All right, boys. There we go. I need to, I need to, I need a bounce back show here. I've been shit in the bed and I haven't just been letting myself down. I've been letting us down. I've been letting the team down. I've been listening, letting our friends and family and the fucking discord down. And that's all going to change. Cause for my lock, when in doubt, go with your favorites, baby. I'm going with the Toronto Maple Leafs money line minus 145 against Detroit. Let's fucking go. Leafers. Oh, I love it. 
uh, for my dog. Give me the Blues money line versus Calgary plus 145. Blue waffle game. Love St. Louis in this play. I'm still not sold on Calgary. I still think they do stink. Uh, so give me St. Louis on the money line. Let's go Bennington. I hope he fake punches like 20 people and ends up just lighting the lamp and being sick. Uh, for my total, Vancouver, Tampa over six and a half minus one thirty. Uh, hopefully, Tampa or Vancouver can pop in one or two, and then hopefully, Tampa can get the rest done for me, man. So I do like that big week, boys. Collectively as a show, we had a, we didn't have a great goal last time, so we're we're gonna go in the positive here. I like it, um, gentlemen. Consensus plays. What do we got? We got we got some juicy consensus plays here. We got uh, Tampa Bay regulation minus one sixty, uh, Predators minus one forty. Yep. Leafs minus 145, Jets minus 130. Ooh, uh, just all in the favorites. <laughs> yeah. And then we have the Kraken too, either Kraken plus 200 or That's a big dog. Puck line minus 120. I'll go money line with you guys. I like that. All right. Uh, Hurricanes regulation minus 170, minus 180 around there. Uh, Stars plus 100, and then Vegas minus 130. Uh, I think we're all on Colorado. As a question mark next to it. Yeah. I mean, they're oh, a huge yeah. favorite. Nerd game. Like, Nerd game. Yeah, it's not probably... If we were doing like an official tracking, we wouldn't take them minus 315. But find a way to bet them in a parlay, minus one, regulation, whatever you can uh, find some value there. All right. That pretty much wraps it up, boys. I'm fired up for tomorrow. Fuck, I wish I wasn't working but I could watch these games, but I'm still fired the fuck up. Um, all right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. We talked about it earlier on the show. There's tons of stuff going on. NFL playoffs are they're right around the corner. They're about to start. It's going to be absolutely sick. NBA is doing its thing. Uh, college hoops is absolutely ripping. PGA is back on track. Uh, on the note, the PGA, that uh, that golf documentary on Netflix, the kind of drive to survive type series, is coming out February. That's going to be fucking sick. I'm so pumped. Yeah, for that. I can't wait yeah. for that. Oh, dude, that's going to be unreal. <laughs> I right? don't know, man. Have you ever seen the, the F1 though? Yeah, I'd watch, the F1 one kicks ass, dude. Yeah, I don't know about that uh, translating well to golf, though. Uh, I, I, think, I, I think that I they're think too nice in the golf I'm, course. The no, golf no, no, no. These guys are beauties. They just fucking drink, and they're going to love uh, it. I don't think so. <laughs> it's not the, um, uh, the old, uh, what, what's the big guy with the cigarettes? John Daly? Yeah, John, it's not the John Daly, the 90s anymore. These guys are way too. you surprise yourself, bro. I, I, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'm just not holding my breath. Okay, well, unfortunately, you can find that on Netflix, but you can find the rest of the sick information at the Sports Gambling Podcast ever. Go check it out. Listen to the other shows, man. There's tons of good content. Great way to win some money. And, like, even just fooling around on the website itself, dude. Awesome articles. Like, there's so much good shit to check out. Um, so buy, get your ass to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, and, of course, come on. Come on. Get me fired up. I'm so fired up because the Leaf game's starting in, like, fucking five minutes. Get your ass in the Discord. You're losing money if you're not in the Discord. Everyone in the Discord's an absolute beauty unless you're a Bruins fan. Yeah, I heard you dogs. I heard like uh, 20 I, of them I, in there now. I know. Capper. Yeah, Ka- dude, it's nuts. Like, Shout out Capper, though. He's good. He's golf yeah, game on podcast. That's true. Everyone's a beauty. But still, like, He's one of the I, would, yeah. I would fucking kill to have one other Leafs fan in that goddamn Discord. But either way, get your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals. Uh, if you're not in there, Ryan touched on at the beginning of the show. You're literally losing money. And more importantly, you're, you're losing out on good times, man. Like, fucking Catfish Dilly came in there. He started popping off. He's having a great time. There's tons of new people that are coming in and having an absolute blast, bro. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. If you're not in it right now, man, I don't even know what to fucking tell you. Get your ass in it. Yeah, you're also losing money if you're not in the uh, SGPN hockey at hockey SGPN giveaway here. You're giving away $250 in cash, $100 SGPN gift card to get one of those sick uh, hockey women podcast hoodies that uh, Catfish is really talking about, or a hat. 
Uh, retweet the tweet. Leave us a five-star Apple review. Leave us a five-star Spotify rating to get up to five entries. And we actually have a, a, a review to read here. We have three to three to read. I'm just gonna, just gonna go one and, and save them. You know, we we gotta save them. We gotta conserve. I can serve our uh, ratings here. But uh, we got one from Igdalo Shandala from uh, the January 8th on Sunday. The best. Five stars. SGPN Hockey is the best. They're real people with real wins and losses. Mostly wins. They welcome me into the Discord family. We just have fun and make money. LFG, baby. I love that. Let's fucking go, Let's baby. Let's fucking we go, just indeed. Funny. <laughs> Except for the last show, but that's okay. <laughs> um... All right, everybody. Thank you for leaving the reviews, man. Leave more. Like, obviously, the contest is cool. Yeah, leave your reviews for that. But, like, leave uh, fucking double down, baby. That's cool. Um, all right, I'm drunk. Let's fucking wrap this up. Everybody, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins94. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You can find me masturbating, coming blood to the <laughs> spreadsheets on Google Sheets. My college football <laughs> record because I'm so fucking good at it. Oh, Fuck yeah, let's go. Cannibal, <laughs> cannibal corpse in Excel gets me turned the fuck on. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>